Hello, and welcome to the Tea and Grumpets podcast, the podcast that, like a good game of tennis, bats back and forth between two competitors who have no real interest in their audience watching or listening to them. I am one of your hosts, Glenn. And I'm the other one, Mike. And we have a dilly-dally of a show for you today, because in an unexpected part two... Uh, following on from part one, we now have PlayStation's answer to Xbox's price reveal that uh, PlayStation did on their little State of Play awakening uh, last week on Wednesday. It's now Saturday as we record this. Uh, but before we jump into all of everything PlayStation and what they showed off, Mike, how have you been? Um... I'm all right. Today's the first day that, you know, I have free after a five-day work week, and I have literally collapsed and not done much of anything besides fix fix a garage door and nap all day. So uh, work was insane, and now it is time to crumple up into a ball and die. So that is what I'm doing. And how was your week? Um, It's been pretty good. Uh, I've enjoyed myself. Uh, enjoyed myself a bit too much. Uh, we do have an upcoming episode, uh, another ghost special actually, uh, which will be released very soon on Bawley Rectory. And uh, I'd be interested for people listening to they can tell just how drunk I was when I recorded it. Uh, because <laughs> <laughs> I think I sound incredibly drunk. Um, but having listened back to a lot of it, I'm like, wow, even I didn't know that was some of the stuff I was coming out with. Uh, so it seems alcohol opens up my library in my brain. Oh my God. <laughs> well, you should also tell the listeners what we did after. Uh, what did we do? Oh, yeah, afterwards. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Mike does this. this um, it's a really good idea, actually. I do like it. But he does this movie uh, night on Sundays, I believe, by a, a local artist of near to him and what they do is they play out of license uh silent films and the guy plays along a soundtrack on the piano Mm -hmm. um and i don't think i've laughed so much in ages ages and ages um it wasn't just the the films the experience was great but what really made me laugh was the attitudes of the 1920s Oh, yeah, it it's just like you know, home, homeless people belong in jail or worse. It's terrible. <laughs> that's, really, that's kind of what I took away from it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I watch it weekly, and like, I, you know, when you're by yourself, you don't really put that much to mind. But when I shared it with you, like, yeah, I haven't laughed that long in, in a heart. I was crying. There was one bit where the guy's looking under the train, and he goes to this guy, "Hey, you seen any tramps?" And like, Jesus, that guy's hunting tramps down. <laughs> It's great. Yeah, it's on Sundays at 3 p.m. with Ben Modell, uh, and he's great. He's the guy that I saw um, at our local arts and cinema place, Mm -hmm. and he played the soundtrack to silent film Dracula, and I was hooked with him. And during quarantine, he's been hosting from his New York City apartment, you know, weekly live streams where he picks three films, and he gives you the history, and then... Uh, he plays the piano behind it, and it's mostly improvised. It's really fascinating, and it's fun, and you learn a lot. So uh, check it out. We have a lot of fun, and now that's become a, a weekly thing that we're going to do. So yep. uh, I, Yeah, I'd love to get him on the podcast. I really would. Oh, man, he's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, he is just so knowledgeable. So check it out. But your week was good? Yep. Like, overall, pretty good week? Yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, yes and yes and no. Uh, Pet-wise, I've had a disaster of a week, and I've lost two animals this what week. What do you? Oh God, here we go, Fox. First uh, the snake. Yeah. Now what? No, no. I mean, I mean, lost as in dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the, the snake came back. She's fine, but yeah, I, I lost my bearded dragon. No. Uh, yeah, she she died in her sleep. I was, I was so upset about it. She was like um, ten days old. What did you do? No, she was she was four, um, and I've I've been trying for ages trying to um, what's the word nurse her back to health because uh, to be honest the vets are, vets over here about reptiles they don't really know very much like yeah. <laughs> they, they just don't um, so I try I try my best to nurse her back to health because she stopped eating and that but um, literally went in one day gave her her bath because she needs a bath went back a couple of hours later and she passed on oh, uh, so. I was quite upset about that. Wow. Uh, and then, 
baby birds that I'd been breeding. One had reached almost adulthood. And I walked into their room, and he's just dead on his side in the cage. Wait, you're breeding like, baby birds? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, what the hell? That's how I <laughs> like, feel. I mean, yeah. What else do you do? Like, none of this is legal in Britain. Like, you, yeah, it's all legal. You, you can't be breeding baby birds. What the hell do you know about breeding baby birds? Oh no, it's fine. My, my dad, my dad did it for like sixty years, so uh, he's he's passed on <laughs> what he knows and how birds work. Well, he obviously wasn't like, very good if the, 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 the birds are dying. Jesus. Oh no, no, <laughs> it's, it's just weird. But um, the problem with birds is I don't want to go too much into it. But uh, you know, you, you kind of have to have a non-interference policy with birds. If they die, they um, die. Yeah, that, that is kind of it, because like. That the parents of birds, if they sense anything's wrong with a bird, they'll just abandon it. Yeah, but that, but that's the <laughs> difference, Glenn. We're not birds. Like, <laughs> no. you could have saved it, but you're like, if she dies, she dies. Like, <laughs> come on. No, but that's it. I was kind of keeping an eye on it, and my girlfriend was like, you got to intervene. I was like, well, it is being fed. I was like, but the thing is, you start feeding that, that thing's never going to learn to feed itself. Well, it didn't. Um, it, no, it didn't. I'm not saying I starved it to death, but uh, the mother definitely started neglecting it, and um, yeah, it, it just died. I actually think it was being bullied. Um, but yeah, this is what happens when you have inbred birds. And this episode is brought to you by <laughs> Peter. Yeah, no, this it, is. Um, but yeah, the birds are absolutely brutal, absolutely brutal animals. Um, wow. Like I'll give you, I'll give you an example. These are little canaries, right? Beautiful little canaries. People think of them beautiful singing birds. No. Right, they, in the, this clutch of eggs, they had three babies. They had two that were of good size, and then they had one which was like a very small bird. But I kid you not, uh, I literally, you, you let it hatch, I come back in the room, and the parents have eaten it. Because <laughs> it's weak. They've just eaten it. They've just eaten this baby bird. Wow. Um, yeah, honestly, people think birds are like nice and cute. They're savage. I would not want to be in bird society. They're brutal animals. Wow. So yeah, that's a depressing week. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. That, I, I it's really been a like, depressing week. I really like yeah. the the bearded dragon. I mean, not to say I hate birds, but uh, that's so sad. Yeah. But I, I just have this image of you bathing a bearded dragon on a daily basis that uh, makes me want to claw my eyes out. But that's a that's a big loss. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's it's just one of, one of those things, and it kind of makes you, um, yeah, like you kind of want to stop keeping animals, really, because uh, it, yeah, it's hard to it's, it's hard to lose them. them. Yeah, I I know yeah. for sure, but oh, I'm sorry. So are you? It, yeah. It's probably too soon to even think about another animal. But do you, what do you have left? Oh, uh, right, okay. So left, I've got seven birds, oh, <laughs> two snakes, a, a chameleon, a cat. Um, and three crested geckos and a leopard gecko. Wow. Oh, and some fish. Oh, and some fish. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Incredible, Glenn. You have just the weirdest collection of animals ever listed in history. But uh, I, I hope that they fare well this week. So. Yep. I, I must admit, after the, the loss of the second one, I said to my girlfriend, you lock that cat in, he's not going out. Yeah, no, you got to hug him tight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't need another one. So, um, yeah. But I, I do think everyone everyone around me kind of just like dreads the day that cat dies because I'm going to be completely inconsolable, I think. Which is silly because it's a cat. But, uh, no. yeah, it's kind of like got me through a lot of tough times, that animal. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I, I know the feeling. My cat just turned 10. So, and I'm like, really? I just adopted you yesterday. So she is now 10 and she is showing signs of aging. And it's like, God damn it. I just lost a dog. Like, let's not even think. Mm -hmm. So who knows? But my animals tend to stay alive forever. I mean, the dog made it to almost 17. I had a fish that was supposed to last a year. We're going on year 10. I had a frog that was supposed to last a year. It lasted nine. So it's just, I don't know. Uh, I get very lucky with animals, but the loss is always super hard. So, yep. But let's switch this around and talk about uh, something really optimistic, such as PlayStation. Yes. Announcements. Let's, let's start with PlayStation and finish with PlayStation, because obviously... We had the Xbox announcement, yes. 
Yay, Xbox came out swinging and they had a great price. And I think I haven't talked to anyone, even PlayStation fans, who have argued that Xbox came out with a bad deal on the table. No, uh, you're right. What, you, yeah. It's, it's, it's fine. With Game Pass and their two console offerings, yeah. they definitely said, right, this is what we're going to offer. And then from Sony, there was silence. Just. Yeah, but I got to correct you. No silence. one literally cares about Game Pass, but go on. That's fine. Yeah, but here's the difference with Game Pass, and I'll go, I'll go into this later, okay. right? Because PlayStation came out. So PlayStation came out, and to cut it short, they did their long state of play. And we'll talk about the games that they showed. They did a long state of play, and at the end, they had Jim Ryan, the head of Sony whatever. Um, <laughs> I love head Sony of whatever. They're my favorite <laughs> branch of Sony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> head of PlayStation, and he said, here's the prices, so now you know. Um, and they're basically offering two consoles, uh, four nine nine for the disc version, and is it three nine nine for the digital version? Um, yeah, I don't know why anyone would want a digital PlayStation Five, but there we go. Um, so they came out with those prices. Now, uh, so they they launched off with a big exclusive announcement, uh, which I watched this with friend of the show Kelly because Mike was engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, and they came out with Final Fantasy 16 as an exclusive on the PlayStation. They came out. Well, exclusive on PlayStation. Here's the thing. Uh, all their exclusives they, they demoed, apart from a couple, said console exclusive. And in very small print at the bottom, Little Star, also available on PC. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's like, okay. Uh, and I've been seeing that a lot on lots of games coming out on the PlayStation 5. Also available on PC. Also available on PC. So um, they seem to be striking a it's an exclusive for consoles and not treating PCs as if it's a thing you can actually play proper games on, mm-hmm. which is bizarre because. Um, well, that's PlayStation's yeah, MO. You know, you can only find it here yeah. on PlayStation. Well, now you can. You know, I mean, Microsoft has been doing that for years now. So they're just, mm-hmm. they're, they're slowly trying to, like, nudge you into the feeling that, hey, you might be able to play this on PC as well. At least they're being somewhat honest. I mean, there's an episode of Kitchen Nightmares, Glenn, where it's this Indian restaurant, and it says, world's, uh, um, town's best curry. And in really small uh, letters, it says, rudders up. And, like, Ramsey makes him go and, like, chop it off of the window. He's like, and he's calling out. He's like, hey, runners up. Now you know. Good. It's like, come on, PlayStation. We know uh, that PC exists. We know we can play it everywhere else. Like, this isn't news, man. So the fact that they're treating it as news is ridiculous. But Mm -hmm. it's my take. Uh, yeah, so Final Fantasy 16, it's console exclusive, doesn't interest me in the slightest, and to quote um, Kelly, who was watching it, she went, oh, I'm a Final Fantasy fan, and this looks terrible. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she didn't think it looked too great. Uh, it was a work in progress, and it did actually say at the start, captured on PC, so uh, they're being quite honest, this even isn't even the PlayStation version of it. So that was their big announcement. They've got Final Fantasy as an exclusive. You a Final Fantasy fan, Mike? No, not in the slightest. And, no. um, you know, I, I tried 7, which everyone says is the best game ever made. I tried the remake of 7. Nope, not for me. It, it doesn't interest yeah. me uh, at all. And this is going to be like an MMO, like the other one, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I had a friend that put in over like 300 hours into this franchise, so it, there are people out there, and a lot of people do like this, but it, this is not the console exclusive that I would have cared about. This is, you know, what about the big names? What about, you know, you're, you're starting a whole new cycle, and this is what you're giving us? I mean, maybe there are people mm-hmm. that will buy it just because of this, but this didn't do anything for me either, so... No, uh, I'm, I must say it's, it's not on my my to buy list at all. No, um, uh, and you wouldn't wouldn't blame I wouldn't blame anyone for actually being into it because it's all very colourful and, but it just doesn't do it for me. It's a bit too bit too stylized for me. I just have no um, attachment to it. So uh, you know, it's I'm not going to start with the 16th iteration of a game. You know. Um, unless it's a Call of Duty game where you literally pick up and shoot. This has a history. This has lore. This has things you need to know before you play it. And um, 
yeah, I, I, it's not for me. And to make this an exclusive seems very strange. Um, mm-hmm. it, like, this is the only thing that they could get their hands on at the last minute to be like, oh, hey, look what we found in the dumpster. I mean, uh, look what we're presenting. Like, you know, it doesn't seem well thought out. This And the worst part is, it says to be announced. This isn't even a launch title. No. This this is something they, they're thinking about. So if this is what they start off with and there's no um, sign of when it's going to come out, why should I even care? You know, so that, that that's yep. a really bad start, in my opinion. But go ahead. Maybe it gets better. Yeah, the next one, right. Okay, the next one is they showed off um, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, so it doesn't get better. Which okay, keep going. Is a launch title. No, no, no. And I must say, right, as you're seeing in-game, it does look fantastic. However, um, I still don't agree with charging full price for this game because it's essentially a bolt-on for for the other game. So it's a bit cheeky using this as a as a launch title. Well, it's available on the PS4 anyway. And it is, it is an add-on for... Um, the main Spider-Man well, game. Uh, it's probably... Wasn't it eight to ten hours? They said something along those lines. Yeah, around okay. around that. But when yeah, but then that's probably eight to ten hours completionist. Oh wow! Whereas you know, oh, wow. you know you can tear through something in four hours if you're good enough. Yeah. Um. So I wouldn't add this to my shopping list as a launch title I want to play because I just don't think you're going to get value for money from it. It's not going to be um, EPH scale. It's probably going to be very low on it. And, and over here, it's um, it's advertised as fifty-two pounds, which is about sixty dollars um, for a short game. Um, That's unheard of. That's really unheard of um, for a game that short. I mean, last time that happened, um, people lost their mind. But at least they're giving us a heads mm. up. But I'm not going to pay sixty dollars for eight hours. I mean, no. Uh, for, we're talking games, you know. Like people pay sixty dollars an hour for everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, no, no. You know my stance on Spider-Man. This doesn't appeal to me in the slightest. But I think if they would have done it smarter and lowered the price, I would have bought it. Why not? You know, 20, yeah. 20 bucks for eight hours, sure. Thirty bucks, even maybe. You know, but sixty dollars? No, 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 no. It, 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 you, you nailed it. The EPH, like, you're not getting what, you're not getting back what you're giving them. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think this is weak. I think this is a piggyback and something that they can just say, hey, well, it's on both consoles and we're just saying that it's on PS5 now. Great. Cool. Awesome. So I'm sure people will buy it and, you know, props to them. But uh, know what you're getting, folks. You know, know what you're getting. This is not a full game. Yeah. No, it's definitely not a full game. Um, So, yeah, I I, I probably will pick it up, but I'm not paying those prices for it. Exactly. Um, And if I do get it, it's probably going to be on PS4. yeah, so the other one that you get with that, they also bring out the Ultimate Edition of Miles, Mora- Miles Morales mm. that comes with a DLC code for Spider-Man Remastered. Okay. That's, uh, so, you know, that's Spider-Man that? Remastered. That's this $70. Okay. All right. Let's... So you, let's... Now, that, you, this... Yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't. Yeah, this is $70. So if, you, if you'd have given me the first price and this, I'd have gone, that's not bad. I, I really like that game. I'd like to re- replay it. Yeah. Of all people who haven't played it, but the fact you're charging full price for that as well, uh, actually more than full price for that, mm. uh, it just doesn't really seem good value. There's nothing stopping them giving away that Spider-Man remastered, and you then get I don't know thirty dollars, or you can get Miles Morales. Yeah. So you own Spider-Man already. You put it in. It goes. Here's the remastered version, and do you want to purchase this at the same time? It seems a bit a bit under the table that they're they're not allowing this one to be classed as a re-release onto the PS5 as a lot of consoles are mm-hmm. um, a lot of manufacturers sorry of games are actually already doing next gen versions for free but this one they don't because they know people are going to buy it in droves uh, but it'll probably be on PS Plus within a, within a year well guaranteed very good point mm-hmm. and that's a very good point about the pricing too so um, again I feel like that's just a game that the there's not going to be a whole lot of hype. People that like Spider-Man are going to buy it, and they're willing to pay the $60. So, cool. I mean, it's it's another thing to say that they're releasing, uh, but we don't have any real big hitters yet. So, um, no. All right, and the next one is actually 
The one I'm looking forward to most. Are you surprised? I am. Go on, tell me which other one it is. So we have Hogwarts Legacy. Yes, we do. And uh, a Harry Potter open world game. I mean, now listen. Harry Potter, I've tried. I've really tried. I've watched the movies. I enjoy them a lot. I've tried reading it. It doesn't do it for me, okay? I miss the Harry Potter thing. I work with some people that will die for Harry Potter, that love Harry Potter. And, you know, all the more power to me. Eh, not really my cup of tea. Watching this trailer, though, it looks kind of awesome. This is a world I would like to get lost in. Um, it looks beautiful. It looks gorgeous. And this is the first thing that makes me go, I'd buy it. It, you know, like you're fighting. It's Skyrim in Harry Potter world. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So I'm in. This looks cool, and this is the only one on the list that I'm like I will buy probably day one because it looks interesting. It has lore. It has magic. It's Dungeons and Dragons essentially is what it looks like. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Like I'd buy this. Oh wait, it's coming out in 2021. So never mind. I have to wait a year. So what? Michael buy this by the time he buys his PS5. Yeah, which we're gonna get to. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This I'm psyched for this. How about you? Are you a Harry Potter person? Yeah, I've read the books, but I find it a bit. Uh, I'll be honest; it's not. It's nothing new in Harry Potter. It's just. But did you, you did know. you enjoy them? Because I I fell off on book yeah, two or three. Uh, they could have been shorter. Like there's a couple of books where it's like literally nothing happens in this book. Um, but they've stretched it into 900 pages. Yeah, and I remember when one of the books came out, and I I was touring with a, an orchestra and. The, the kids stayed up for three days straight reading it. Like, we had to tell them, you know, you need to go to bed. And they're like, just one more page. Just one, like, it, it, it's it's rabid fandom, which I think is great, you know. But, mm. like, it, kids were harming themselves to read this book. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, uh, I'm a fan of the series. It's cool. The game looks awesome. Um, I just want to know more. You know, it didn't really tell you what it's going to be but it showed a lot of pretty pictures which you know me and <laughs> i'm in so no gameplay really just in-game footage of, yep. of scenes so uh i kind of like the trailer to be honest just because um it's not ambiguous like it shows you did it get you pumped yeah it, it gets me hyped for what it could be so now i want to know more they have a year to tell us but again it's not available on launch so i will wait until it's available to care so that's my take uh i'm psyched for it and that's that <laughs> good we got one one down when mike's psyched for the game uh okay next one call of duty black ops cold war yeah what did you think uh, you're a Black Ops. You're a Call of Duty fan, aren't of you? Of course I am. I haven't bought the last one. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to buy this one. My competitive gaming days are over. Um, not that I was ever an actual competitive gamer, but uh, there, there, there's something that happens mentally to me where when you play a game where you just run, shoot, die, run, shoot, die, run, shoot, die. A, it's repetitive. B, when you're playing alone, it's quite boring. And see, when you're playing with friends, it becomes this mob mentality of just ego, ego, ego. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm going to get you, mother. And that's not where I'm at in this life <laughs> these days. You know, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be awesome in terms of if there's a campaign. Like, they said they've been working extremely hard, like, on the Cold War and everything. <laughs> it's an interesting setting. I'd like to play the single player, but... Uh, it says even on here, it's, it's a multiplayer alpha, and that's available through uh, right now <laughs> for two days. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know why, why it's on the list, I mean, for a PS5 thing, but I, I'm assuming that Call of Duty will come out <laughs> on the PS5. So Yeah, um, I think it'll be a, a, a two-console approach. I'm and sure. have nicer graphics on the PS5. I'll play it. Um, it, it personally, if that's the slim pickings that we're going to get on the PS5, then I'm going to wait on the PS5 because I can get Call of Duty <laughs> on original Xbox and still play it. But mm -hmm. who knows? Um, Call of Duty games are fun. Uh, th there's a certain, you know, th thrill when you're on a kill streak and everything. Mm -hmm. So maybe, uh, maybe uh, I'd pick it up if, it, if it's getting great reviews, which it always does, but like I want unbiased reviews. So we'll see. This is a potential. 
potential. So, how about you, Call of Duty? Say, this is a potato. Yeah, it's um, a potato. <laughs> Um, again, Call of Duty is those games I only ever used to really play. I used to play the first two, and I used to play Zombies a lot. Yeah, Zombies is great. Um, yeah, but then after that, you kind of just fall off because yeah, they're okay, but they're not they're not the best games in the world. They're like they're the FIFA of the shooters now. True, and Zombies like I played with a gentleman who would exclusively play Zombies, and it it really is an art form. Because you you need to know the layout of the level, and I guess so is multiplayer. But like he had it down to a T, and he would circle and he would strafe and do anything. But he would be playing the same map for six hours, and like, what's the reward? Oh, the like you that? die. That's the reward. Yeah, so, that, um, that doesn't interest me at all. No. Doing that, that's crazy. No, it, it was fun listening, and I learned so much. But like, to to what avail? Like, who cares? But um, <laughs> it, it was crazy how much thought can go into something as mindless as zombie waves which hey why not you know but that's not where i want to allocate my brain power so no i'll just play it for fun so uh, so your call of duty history would you call yourself are you a competitive player now or would you just say you're you, you just take a mild interest in it or is it just a no 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 more interest at all oh. i i went from playing every year in I think within the past two years, it's really dropped down just because I know what I'm getting. I mean, it can be thrilling, but it, I think I'm done with that type of game, um, except for Halo. because You know, like, I, I'm a hypocrite because, like, for Call of Duty, yeah, I, I'm not really into it. But for Halo, it's like there's a certain magical aspect of that that I still enjoy. So um, I think for competitive gaming overall, the appeal has worn off for me. And um, it takes a nostalgia factor to bring me back, which is Halo. And I don't really have nostalgia for Call of Duty other than I've played it for many years. So, mm -hmm. um, but the game doesn't resonate. I don't have great memories of Call of Duty multiplayer. As with Halo, I do. Like, I remember my probably top gaming moment in my life was in Halo, sniping with my friend on a hill... And just having a blast. So I, I created memories there. But I feel that Call of Duty for myself is too fast paced to create memories. It's like shoot, kill, die. Because I'm terrible at it. I'm sure people out there are creating great memories. But not me. So I, uh, it's kind of dead to me. So time. Fair enough. Yeah. Time to move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm moving on we are into a game I'm very much looking forward to. And that's Resident Evil Village. Um, which I did really like the the look of uh, the first time we saw it on the last state of play they showcased, okay. and I think this is gonna this is gonna be a very good game. Um, you're picking back up again the role of Ethan, who was in Resident Evil Seven, mm -hmm. um, which was also brilliant. I thought the whole Baker family thing. I thought that was excellent, um, and you're picking up as him again, and this time Chris Redfield's yeah. in it properly from the looks of it. Um, uh, and it's, it's first person again, so it's a nice different approach, and they seem to be doubling down on the refresh that Resident Evil 7 gave the series, rather than going back to the original tried and trusted over-the-shoulder mm -hmm. shooter they had before. Um, how do you feel about this, the fact they're going, no, no, this is what Resident Evil is from now on? I'm fine with it. I mean, I, I'm watching the trailer. I've watched it now three times, and I still just don't get it. I just—it's uh, just not clicking for me, and it's not for me. Um, I've played the past, you know, since five. We've spoken about it. It's fine. It's a fine game. The inventory is unmanageable and unpleasant, but um, no, no th this is not something I'm going to pick up by any means. Like, why? Why does it appeal to you? It has the worst name in gaming ever. It's just the title of the franchise and Village. So yeah, we have a clue they of where it's going to be. Yeah, because they were that's why. Tell me. Um, I, the, the thing that appeals to me is it's, uh, you know, Seven was done so well. Uh, it looks beautiful. It, it does look terrifying. Uh, and I think it's because I wanted more of what Seven offered. Uh, that game was, that had my heart pumping sometimes in that. And I'm one of those people that finds horror movies don't scare me. But horror, a good horror game does. Okay. That still gets the adrenaline pumping, and it's kind of that that thing I want from it is to get the the old adrenal glands kicking in. Otherwise, I'm going to have to go out and start 
provoking people into fights again. Again. Um, <laughs> just to feel alive. Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't do that. <laughs> but Biohazard, um, like, I don't know, man. We, you really enjoyed that game? Mm, I thought it was great. Yeah, I sat and uh, played it all the way through over a weekend. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I feel very differently. That game was one of the first games to introduce cults. And I was so fed up with how they approached it that mm -hmm. I just turned it off. Like, I did not like it. Granted, the opening couple of stages were absolutely incredible, crawling under the floorboards. Like, they did do a good job with the horror aspect, and I, and I liked yep. that that was more horror-oriented than regular Resident Evil. That This felt like you were trapped in a house with crazed yep. lunatics. But it didn't have the staying power for me. I, I lost interest. But... Um, if this is what that's going to be like, I don't know. They're, they're leaning more towards storytelling and less mm -hmm. than a game. You know, it almost felt like a QTE, just like, okay, go here, do this, that, and that. Like, I don't know. Uh, Resident Evil has been funky for me. I mean, I love 5. I love 4, I think, if I can remember far back. Just like shooting demonic things is awesome. Now they're adding in the horror elements. And I don't know if they've got it down yet. I wasn't sold. So the setting for this in Village... Okay, I'm down. Show me more. Um, but I don't know. Resident Evil always falls flat on my end just because I never played the first couple and then I played the remaster and I hated it. So maybe it just doesn't speak to me. But you're psyched. So I think... Definitely psyched for you're it. You're going to pick it up day one. Uh, yeah, I will. I'll pick it up day one. Okay, Definitely. fine. Fine. Too, Definitely. too bad it comes out in 2021, so yeah. Yep, so 2021's, we'll go into that, but uh, 2021's the year of PS5, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and that's when I'm going to pick one up, so. Yep. Yep, alright. Okay. Moving on. Next we have, uh, what do we have next? We had Deathloop. Yeah. Now this is the game we were all excited about playing. And uh, it got delayed. It's Bethesda and Arcane Lions uh, time-altering first-person shooter. Yeah. Um... And what did you think, Mike? You liked this when it they I first still like showed it. this. I, I love it. I think this is going to be a great game. I, I'm really excited to play this game. And now it's coming out in quarter two of 2021. So we're going to have to wait. Just like every Bethesda game, we're going to wait. It's going to come out. It's going to be a buggy mess, and we're still going to love it. So um, yep. I'm fine with that. The game looks awesome. It looks fun. It looks hokey. It looks. Um, it just looks fun. Any game where you can teleport and time shift and snap a person's neck and then throw them out a window and jump off of a building, like, it screams fun. It's not taking itself seriously. Mm -hmm. It is a game. And that's something I look forward to. Not this, oh, we're really trying to do this aesthetic and, you know, like Resident Evil and this is what we are. Mm -hmm. Like, this just looks quirky and stupid. Fine. That's what I want to do when I play a game these games. I just want to play something weird and this looks weird and fun and silly so i will happily wait a year but this is definitely not a reason i'm buying this system because it's been announced literally on every other system so yep. i'm gonna wait that's fine looks awesome i'm sold and i can't wait to play it how about you uh yeah same i, I definitely would play this although i don't really think this is an advertisement for the ps5's graphics it does look crap it, it looks like <laughs> team fortress 2 which is dated back yeah. 10 years ago now so but people are still playing it i wish i knew more about the the game you know i wish they told me more but like it looks fun so i'm definitely in death loop quarter two i'm in mike is looped in i am loose. okay next one well but we have is devil may cry 5 special edition i'm not speaking How do you feel on about this. it i am not speaking uh -huh. on this because i have nothing good to say Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, Devil May Cry. I played the first one, second one, maybe the third one, actually. They're just classic Capcom hack and slashes. Uh, this is a game that's already came out last year, but it's February last year, I believe. Uh, getting remastered and re-released for the PS5. Yeah. Um, I think this is a game's probably too new to do a remaster of. Um, I think you should probably just upscale it for people free of charge. It's like... How hard is it? It's not that hard to turn on mm -hmm. um, new graphics mm -hmm. on a system. But yeah, apparently they're going to try and sell this again. It's similar to what Control did mm -hmm. uh, with their Ultimate Edition. Yeah. Um, will it work? Who knows? Do we know? No. Um, but it's nice to have a, a title at launch, I guess. But again, it's nothing special. It's not a uh, exclusive. It's not a first-party Sony title. It's just Devil May Cry. 
on the PlayStation 5. And that's kind of how I felt, is I'll just leave it there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything, uh, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have nothing good to say about this, so... Uh, moving on! We got uh, a game everyone's really psyched for, Oddworld Soulstorm. Yep. Do you like the Oddworld games? No. Oh. Do you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I quite like them. Uh, I haven't played one in a while, but... That's because it came out in 1994. Yeah, Why are they bringing this back? No, uh, we want new consoles to play new things, not things from 1994. And also, the worst part is, <laughs> they don't even have a release date. Oh, come it's on. It's title of an old world game. Come on. Yeah. And I'm not... Glenn, we got to get through this. All right, here's the deal. Oddworld, Soulstorm. No one cares, Okay. They don't even have a date. That's how much they don't care. The next game, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Okay, no one wants to play that. That is not a next-gen game. No. That is a game that came out five years ago that was a fad that no one cares about. Okay? Great. Mm -hmm. Two games down, no one cares about. Next, Demon Souls Remake. whoop de freaking do Okay? Sold. Uh, this game looked beautiful, Mike. It really did. I don't care. I don't this, care. This, this, this game looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it's a game where you uh, die. Great. You can yeah. you can look beautiful while you die. Great. Yeah. Give me a. But I like that these these are very popular. Um, they're not. The launch titles. They're, they're not, Glenn. They're popular to sadists like yeah, you that raise yeah, birds them. and fish and dolphins. Okay. No, this is not. <laughs> okay. This is not what normal people play. Uh, this is I'd what be interested. sick people play <laughs> uh i'd be interested to see if how many dark souls fans we've got uh listening to the show if one person listening knows what this is i would be surprised okay besides if, kelly besides kelly okay uh, but for those that don't know t tell us what is so beautiful that makes you a fan of this genre known as frustration genre <laughs> Okay. Oh, I I just like it the fact that their uh their skill is about skill about having a skill in a game. I think games are too easy these days. A lot of like Ghost of Tsushima, beautiful game. You can walk through that game with minimal minimal effort. That's why it's enjoyable. Um, I know, but I don't I don't play games to go. Oh, I'm enjoying just walking through this. So I actually play them for a challenge, and that a little bit too easy for my taste. I'm not knocking it. Um, but you get, you get something like Sekiro, where you've got, like, you have to be on your game and feel like a swordmaster and learn swordcraft to actually progress through, because that's how it is. No. I don't buy it, but I'm, I'm glad you're excited for this. Demon Souls... No. Which it's... is why I always used to beat Mike at, um... <laughs> for honor <laughs> it's fine but this is just this this is for a very specific person that hates their life yep um yep and just wants to to grind and grind and do the same thing over and over again until they by chance get it i don't buy that their skill mm -hmm. i don't because yes there is but that skill is acquired by immense suffering mm -hmm. okay that's that's not fun <laughs> that's not fun okay i'm sorry and if you like to learn through pain repeated pain and mental frustration there's something wrong with you so glenn hate to break it to you there's something wrong with you there, pro there probably is yeah i agree and i think that's the episode title <laughs> I, I do agree uh god yeah so I'm, I'm glad we reached that conclusion yeah uh, <laughs> well we knew that but and finally the biggest game ever created is coming yep uh, and next came up was, yeah, Fortnite. Okay. okay. We can just end it there, right? Like, we don't have to talk yep, about okay. it. Okay. So, no. we have a list of games that we just went through in bloody detail. Not Wait, we, we forgot one thing. Yes, sir. The PlayStation Plus collection. If you could see me, my head is in my hands. Yep. Now, this, oh. this isn't so bad. If you want something to play on a PlayStation 5, they're giving you a free collection of a PlayStation 4 games to play on your new console. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, to be is fair, it free? To be fair, it's free? Yeah, it's, it's free to any PlayStation Plus members. Oh, uh, okay. So uh, you and I would be fine. Um, okay. And they say the list is going to grow. And, you know, they're not, they're not awful games to start with. No, I'm looking at uh, them. They're good yeah. games. 
they are good games, and I, but I'm like, ah, oh, the least you could have done is given us remastered versions. See, now you're getting selfish, because I'm looking at this list of games, and these are all good games. And when you said they're, that they're very good games. it is not the same as Game Pass, every game I'm looking right now is better than anything on Game Pass. So, uh, yeah, no, I... I have to respectfully disagree with you because these God of War, Bloodborne, which I hate, mm -hmm. Monster Hunter World, okay, Final Fantasy X, whatever, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat X, Uncharted 4, flagship game, Ratchet and Clank, no one cares about, Days Gone, great game, great game, Until Dawn, great game, we both agree, Detroit Become Human, everyone hated it, and so on and so on. Those are huge games, Battlefield 1, like, these are solid, man. Infamous Second Son, like, Bar Batman? I don't know. I think that's more of a value um, for a person that's never owned a PlayStation 4 that's jumping in now. That is way better games than Game Pass. Why am I wrong? I'm not, I'm not saying you are wrong. I think they are. That's a very, very good collection. Uh, and if I do get a PlayStation on launch day, uh, that's probably what I'll be playing is, is one of those. Okay. Now, um, are you getting a PlayStation on launch day? Uh, well... <clears throat> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, ninety percent probably yes. Okay. And here's the thing: we, Mike and I were discussing this. Yeah. Um, both of us have agreed that this new, the new launch of the consoles, it feels like you've got a funeral coming up. Um, yeah. The hype has been like, oh god, I'm going to have to buy one of these. <laughs> Not, oh my god, it's a new console, and there's nothing to do with the consoles or the price because the price on both is very, very good. They're the same. Um, They're exactly the same. Yep. And I called it, even though I had no clue. Yep. And that's the right move. Anyway, go on. Yep, the price is price is exactly the same. But the problem is, there's nothing to play. <laughs> on either of yeah. them that's that's specifically for that it's just like here's the new console it's like uh can i have a game to play on this you can play a remastered game it's like uh, can i have a new playstation 5 game you can have a remastered game yeah. it's like yeah a new one remastered game like okay that's better that's kind of yeah yeah <laughs> what we've had it's a console that's not ready to launch that's my feeling on it um yeah. but there's not one native ps5 game you can't even say Demon Souls is a proper launch title because that's a remaster from a 2009 game. Uh, Spider-Man's a remaster of a PlayStation 4 game. They're using a PlayStation 4 DLC and just upscaling it. Mm. All of their launch titles, maybe Ratchet and Clank actually, maybe that's. But even then, I'm not sure if that's a on PS4 as well. But there's not one native PS5 game launching. Everything is built on games that have come before. Yeah, and I understand that, and I respect that. But when you're launching something new, we expect new experiences based on yep. previous console launches. Granted, when a console launches, the games aren't always great. They, they rarely yep. are, but at least there are games. And this year, there aren't. So mm -hmm. personally, in this moment in time, pre-orders are available for the PlayStation. I have not gotten one, and I do. Are they available now, Mike? Yeah, they are, and I don't plan on getting one um, in this moment. I feel that $500 is better spent on an Xbox because I have hundreds of games, literally hundreds of games mm -hmm. from previous cycles that I am able to play on this machine. Um, while the PlayStation is charging you to play and selling you games that you've played in previous cycles. So they, the backwards compatibility, to me, is a big factor on day one. Because since there are no games, I would like the ability to play the games that I own. Right? Um, and PlayStation isn't giving that to you. They're giving you a bunch of free games, which is well and nice. But they don't give you the ability to play anything that you... If you're a loyal fan, and I, we both are, and many people are... What about, you know, PlayStation 1, 2, 3? I have all these things. Oh, well, you can just plug it into the wall and you can play that console. And Xbox is like, nope, you can play everything right here. Mm -hmm. um, so as of now, I am not getting a PlayStation 5. I see no value in jumping at this. Um, there's nothing to play. There's literally nothing to play. I think in a year's time, I will own one. But as of now, there ain't no games. So I'm out.
I'm out on PlayStation. Maybe I'll eat my words and I'll see a good deal and I'll pick it up. But I am not chomping at the bits to have this console in my hands. Um, it'll just sit there and look nice. Great. I already have a PlayStation 4 to do that. So, no, I think they've really dropped the ball. And um, even if Microsoft doesn't have many games as well, the way they presented it and what they say is coming and what's available is and backwards compatibility is way more palatable and i see a future there i see that maybe you know something great will come out they've announced halo and they screwed that up royally but it's gonna come playstation hasn't announced any first party things that i remotely care about and there's nothing on the horizon so um i will get both one day but playstation right now is dead to me there is nothing that I care about. So, how about you? Wow. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm sorry, but it's true. There's nothing to play, and there's no rush. What's the rush to say that I have this new console? Great, let's play some games. Oh, we can't. No, no, I, I, I'm going to save $500. I'm sorry. That That is a big chunk of change, and that is not... I, I can't just throw that around with good conscience and, and wait, you know? That 500 bucks can go to literally anything else. So that's my take. Let's hear yours. Uh, no, I agree. I think these these consoles should have been launched in quarter two of 2021 uh, when all the other games are coming out because this is the problem is Sony. <sighs> Sony, Sony, Sony. Yeah, uh, I'm like Sony. so defeated, man. I'm like, like I'm so yeah. defeated. Like, damn. And like, I've, I've lost it. I've lost it. Like, I, there is no hope right now in this moment and there's nothing that will get me to buy it so sorry go ahead yeah no it's just um the thing that got me right is i watched the launch and i was like oh, you're not really getting that much with that xbox definitely are offering more with at least with the you know don't say you can actually play your old games yes. on it okay good uh backwards compatibility and you do have game pass to start you off okay right now sony came in and said oh we've got the ps plus collection so we're going to be adding to that but he's 16 great games to start with great these games are good i'm not denying that they're very good games mm -hmm. um but there is no first party titles coming out and also the other crazy 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 thing is um the fact that sony has actually released an official announcement that said our price for first party sie games are 70 dollars now that's it mm -hmm. uh you're paying 70 dollars for first party sony games and to be honest i have been checking prices on other manufacturers yeah. they haven't matched it ubisoft um their games for ps5 and xbox series x uh they're coming in at 55 dollars as far cry 6 the new assassin's creed they're coming in that price okay um so what the what the hell is going on with sony doing that now here's my theory on it and it's a bit of a, a stolen theory because i read it online and was like i agree with that and i, I can't actually see why that wouldn't be true okay. is i think playstation were going to come in more expensive okay yeah so did i i think they were going to come in more expensive they've seen what xbox has done and they've gone ah oh, crap we're gonna we're gonna need to at least align with that price and to make up for it they've whacked up the price on games they know they can dictate the price on yep. and they know people will want because you're only getting these on playstation these are playstation exclusives so that's why playstation games have gone up in price because i was tweeting about this and i was posting the differences on exactly the same games on xbox and playstation and playstation was generally a bit more expensive which suggests they're either taking a slightly bigger cut from manufacturers on their system who release games on their system mm -hmm. Or there's something else going on where the pricing doesn't quite line up because, um, you know, they're both coded the same, but both of these come from the same games. You know, you code something on PC, you then port it to either Xbox or PlayStation. That's that's always the rule. It's the same game, okay? Mm -hmm. Unless you're unless you're transferring it over to something like the Switch, you'll get a third party recode the game for you. Fine. There is no reason these games carry different prices on essentially what is the same hardware. It's just it's a microsoft version or a playstation version it's still x86 hardware mm -hmm. those are the processors in it there's no reason for these games to be different unless one of these is asking for more money like we want x percent of this for selling it on our system but that's not a problem 
That shouldn't be it's our problem. It's not our problem. But we, yeah, it shouldn't be our problem. But we're having the cost passed on to us. Yes. And definitely, Sony are definitely passing this cost on. Because at what point would you pay $70 for a game? Would you expect all the DLC forever to be included with that? If you were paying that and they said, right, you'll get everything that ever comes out for this game free if you pay this. Uh, I mean, I, that goes back to my old school mentality. No, I give you the money. I want it all. Okay? It's not a loaf of bread. You know this. Give me the game. Don't promise me all the DLC in the future. I don't care about your DLC. I care about the game I'm buying now. The fact that you're going to support it after that, that's nice. Give me a functional game that I can pay you physical money for and then leave me alone. Okay, that's it. Here we go, Glenn. You, you've just riled up the hornet's nest. You go to the store. You buy the bread. You go home. The store clerk calls your house. Hi, how is the bread? Excuse me, how did you get my number? Well, I, I just wanted to know if you were satisfied with the bread because we have more. Would you like some more bread? No, go away, you creep. Well, are you sure? Because we have... like That doesn't happen anywhere else. No, absolutely not. $70 for $70 for the game. They should have the developer walk to your house, explain in bloody detail how everything was done to make this game game mm -hmm. through powerpoint presentations offer to mm -hmm. clean your house and leave no it's ridiculous i don't care what they promise all i want is a game glenn all i want is a game for 70 dollars. if you're going to make it 70 dollars, fine but then don't play games on top of that which they will so uh, we've talked about this no there's no reasoning besides they're getting greedy yeah, that's, they are that's getting it. greedy. And I, um, I, I know the cost of games has gone up, and I understand that, but then don't promise other crap. Just say, mm -hmm. we're doing this because the cost of games have gone up, and leave it at that, and I'm okay with it. But then they start promising things, and, and that, that's not cool. So, no. So Sony is shooting themselves in the foot right out of the gate. They're doing what Xbox did last time. I mean, Xbox is launching with decent games. Decent, different games. Valhalla, Dirt. They have something for everyone. You want to be a Viking? Sure. You want to drive a car? Sure. You want to shoot soccer? Sure. You like Fortnite? Good. Uh, you, you want to play basketball? Fine. Like They have a wide enough variety of run-of-the-mill games that you can be entertained by. Mm -hmm. It is not exceptional. It is acceptable. And that's sad. Because right now, their launch is acceptable. While PlayStation's is disappointing. So it's sad that we've come to this point where I'm going to buy an Xbox because it's truly acceptable. And that's not next gen. It's just another box to play something that, that might keep my attention. So mm -hmm. it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. And no one's forcing me to do this damn thing. But like as someone that loves a, you know, a platform of entertainment and when you're giving out you know, subpar stuff, it's frustrating. So... Valhalla will be a day one on Xbox, and I will put in 100 hours because there's nothing else to play. So that's my feeling on it. I'm not... We've come a long way, Glenn, in these couple of months, going from I'm so excited, I wonder what they're going to do, to skepticism, to now we know, and now we're dissatisfied. Um, I don't know if that's how it should be. Maybe we're old, maybe we're grumpy. I know I am. But um, I was expecting a bit more... Um, than promises and delays, which are understandable in this climate, but it's, uh, I'm not too psyched to spend all this money and wait. You know, it's like going to Disney World and, and buying a fast pass for $100 and then telling you there's still a three hour wait, sorry. Like, then what the hell? Don't spend the money. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, pretty defeated on this. How about you? Uh, I'm I'm with you on this really. Um, I mean, I do have I have been given the offer of a free PlayStation Five, um, which I have thought about, and I, I was like, eh, maybe. I mean, I take it and for then, free. Of course. Yeah, part of me does go pick that up. Like that that's an offer, and it's like, yeah, I probably should actually do that because that's going to save me buying one in the long run. Yeah. Even if I even if I don't play it uh, this side of the year, I mean, pff, no, actually, that's a lie. Uh, there is a there is a game I've already ordered for this. So you're gonna and get that it. is that is Valhalla. So that um, does come out on PlayStation as well. Yeah, that's coming out on PlayStation. Why 5. aren't they saying that? 
What like what is what is wrong with them that they are touting the other garbage uh, Devil May Cry like push Valhalla. It's it's that's like a, a system seller to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I I didn't even know it was coming out on PlayStation. Not that that changes yeah. anything. Seventeenth of November that that comes out, so it's um it's oh. coming out. It's not a PS4 to PS5 upgrade. It's their PS5 version of Valhalla. So straight out of the box, this is the PlayStation 5 version. It's a week after um, launch. That's acceptable, but it doesn't. I'm still going Xbox, I guess. So yeah, that's it. Why 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 wouldn't you go Xbox? It's not like it's a multiplayer game. Where it's like, hey, let's play some Valhalla together. Yeah, I just need a box uh, that will run the game so I can play it on a big TV. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I've chosen Xbox for now but for a free one glenn you're an idiot if you don't take it like sorry free xbox uh, free playstation take it let it simmer that's a no-brainer if someone was like here here's a free playstation 5 yes i'm taking it okay i'll let it sit and i'll go live my life and when there's a game that comes out i'll play it just like how it works now but i think you need to take that deal dude uh so yeah i imagine i probably will be uh, reporting back on good how could the play? I may, I may even do a recorded. What's the word I'm looking for? Reaction to booting. Yeah, no one's going to watch that, but yeah, I think you should. I mean, no, I'll, no, no. I'll, I'll just do an audio one. and We'll chuck it in an episode. Okay. I'll just be. Uh, I'll just do like the, you know, overemphasizing how I feel. Okay, I, um, I think that's good, and I'll do one yeah. on Xbox. I mean, uh, who knows? Actually, yeah, I like this. No, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, what do you do? One on the Xbox. I'll do one on PlayStation. We'll put them both in the same episode. Sounds good to me. And uh, we'll just see, just see how people feel about it. Because I'm, what I'm expecting is from PlayStation is I'm expecting their operating system to be as crappy as yeah. the PlayStation 4s. Yeah, and I have to agree. I mean, Xbox always looks good, and they upgrade it, and they update the home screen, and they try and make it better. They don't always, but PlayStation just doesn't care. That's what I've got out of this console cycle. Like, nope, you're stuck with this crummy way to navigate and it is yep. what it is you know so uh sad episode i mean uh i was hoping for just one blockbuster one game where you're just like okay uh, i'll buy it you know i, I you know there's no budget for that mike no. there, there's no there's no budget for one one blockbuster game or just one game in general apparently but yeah no i agree with you but mm-hmm. it is what it is so the other annoying thing yeah and i'll, I'll give it this is uh and that launch event so you had all the trailers come out and then they said and one more thing and then they showed fucking god of war logo with it icing over and there was ragnarok coming up and i was praying and hoping it would come up available at launch nah (laughs) that's the equivalent of showing the next skyrim yeah Um, (laughs) it's just like oh they're gonna surprise us and say it's available at launch and it's like nah that's what they would have (laughs) needed to do that's exactly what they either console would have been like the next game in our franchise day one sold and they both missed the boat they both screwed it up horrendously so now it's just a game of mediocrity and that's what it is but you know what's not mediocre glenn our next freaking episode of borley rectory oh my god like it was so much fun uh i can't wait for people to hear because i didn't know what the heck it was i did some research glenn can recite the whole damn history in off memory which is incredible it was a really fun episode so uh next time you hear us hopefully uh is definitely going to be a fun one so we had a lot of fun definitely it. <laughs> yeah it's uh it's only, it's only an hour long yeah but i'll be honest with you uh it's actually uh i don't think i mean you, i could have stretched it into two hours but no 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 one wants to hear us talking for two hours like people barely listen to us for an hour so but this one's a fun one like (laughs) i'm just laughing i don't remember even half of it which is gonna be great to listen to so um it's worth the listen it's a haunted spooky one and as we go into october we're gonna be hitting heavy on those because now we know everything we need to know about the consoles you know um and i think october is a very spooky time um, and it's my favorite season, so we're going to hit heavy on the paranormal, the UFOs, the you know, all the mysteries of the world. And uh, I'm looking forward to that and have a, a great break from what's been going on in the gaming world. So stay tuned, folks. It's going to be good. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it's going to be it's going to be fun, especially the Halloween one. Uh, Mike's a big horror head. Yeah. Uh, so we will probably try and do something spooky each week. Yes. Uh, 
for sure. Something spooky each week. Uh, but if you have any feedback or comments on the show, you can reach us by tweeting us at tgrumpetspod. You can email us tgrumpetspod at gmail.com. Or you can check the show notes and you can leave a voice note, which we will play back on the show with your permission. Yeah. Yes. Um, but for this disappointing episode, um, PlayStation are the cause of the disappointment in this episode. <laughs> and possibly us, but yeah, PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want to listen to a better a better episode with a more upbeat, listen to the one the week before about the Xbox prize reveal. Um I think we were a bit more jolly on that. Yeah, one. you know, we were psyched, psyched, and then we were let down. Yeah. You know, which, which yeah, is okay. Yeah. So because, um, yeah, this does. It's, it's a funny feeling with with the PlayStation because the Xbox. There's no question. I'm getting one straight away. I'm like, excellent, great. It's literally a hardware upgrade. Yep. I can play on my old Xbox games on this. Bang, done. Yeah. PlayStation. It's like ah, oh, this is just starting again. Yep. And I've got. A, yeah, it's just it's just that feeling of ugh, and people could say, "Don't buy a PlayStation," and I do agree with you. Don't give them the money. However, the problem is they do make some very very good exclusive games for that console, um, which you can't get anywhere else, and you want to play. So, sucks to be me because, um, you know, entitled gamer. That's what we are. Yeah, that's what we are. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, for this week, I've been Glenn. And I've been Mike. And take care. Goodbye.